welcome to Niche React. I am your host, Emmy McDonald, here with my co-host, Alex Martin. Hello. I just took a sip of my drink as soon as we started. <laughs> I feel like I immediately have to burp. <laughs> I have, I mean, you can kind of tell I've been having like a scratchy throat, starting to lose my voice for the past couple days. And then I just went and uh, performed for like an hour and a half and now i now i'm gonna do this for another two hours and uh so i'm suffering exactly as much <laughs> as the yellow jackets uh i would say um yeah. but yeah i i will be nonverbal by tomorrow so it'll be fun mm -hmm. to communicate in only sign language which <laughs> i do not know um we are here today to talk about yellow jackets season two episode eight titled it chooses what a wild episode i feel like i've been waiting for wow. it to get this crazy yeah um, um once again we're right about everything oh my god we're so smart can you even believe it it's just like, geniuses jesus friggin christ i mean wow except for ben the brilliance except for... oh my god okay let's get into it Let's go. <laughs> Alex and I just talked off air about how every week we say, let's get into it. And it's immediately after us talking about everything that's not whatever it is for 10 to 15 minutes. So, um, but this week we're going to do it. So, uh, even the recap had super scary vibes this week. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, scary under music and under music's not a word, but you get it. <laughs> Um, and just like very tense and very, I was like, I was stressed. It felt like a horror trailer. Um, I was like, oh, this is not be chill. Yeah. We're all going to feel bad by the end of yeah. this. Um, cold open. Lottie has blood in her urine after Shauna beat her up. Uh, Misty and Mari are upstairs caring for her. It's mostly Misty. Um, and Misty calls Mari a brat, which... We were all thinking it. Yeah. Um, fair. Um, Akiva is downstairs. Mari goes downstairs, drops the pee on the way down, which is I a real bummer. I assumed she was moving down the ladder and holding it like that. I was like, she's going to drop that. <laughs> all I was thinking was just like, at this point, this house has just got to be like full of smells. Like, oh, it's got to reek. Ugh. It's like, <laughs> oh, like when we talk about what it would have been like to be alive in like the 17th century before people took baths on a regular basis and even like way later than that like people did not start bathing regularly way later than you'd think but you know like back then it was like oh this is just what the world smells like so i feel like you're like adjusted to it imagine being a modern girl and then going back into like nobody's bathed like and there's a pee bucket and a poo bucket and we've all been, you know, sometimes we get trapped inside this house for weeks at a time and there's afterbirth in this house now. And like, I mean, just. I would it, vomit. I'm very uh, sensitive to smells. I'm very sensitive and I'm very sensitive to smells. <laughs> sometimes I just get a, w a whiff of Pearl's cat food and I almost vomit. <laughs> 
it is true. You 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 do have a you have a sensitive constitution. Speaking of 16th century, you have you have the constitution of someone that needs a fainting couch quite often. Yeah, for sure. I told someone very recently the story about the time that I slit my finger open on a, a metal can lid in our kitchen and I was okay, but Alex almost passed out looking at my blood. So I'm just bleeding in our kitchen being like, also don't faint. I think it's also like, why would you do that? Yeah, it was it was a bad call. Do you remember the time also that you texted me? I had been gone for literally like 24 hours and you were like, I tried to cut an avocado without you home. I slit my hand open. I almost fainted on the way to the first day. Please don't ever leave me again. I like fell to my knees like on my way to the I was like, I was, I was, like, oh my God. I was out of town and I was like, I think I gotta go. Like my roommate's not, she's gonna die without me there. Like, I was just like, well, no one was there to dress her wounds. Where I was like, wow, if something would have like really bad happened, I would have just been passed out. <laughs> uh, uh, we're doing a great job so far of staying on topic. So um, we go downstairs. Akila is talking to the mouse and telling him about the life that they're going to lead together when they leave, which is starting to feel very deranged. Um, and Ty tries to take it from her and Akila gets very defensive. And then we find out that the mouse is so dead that it's a mummy. And my only note was, wow, because like, <laughs> I mean, we are just, we're swinging for the fences in the first like three minutes of this episode. And I just really believe that mouse is alive. I mean, that was just no. So this this is the first thing I'm like I'm giving us a half point because like we kept saying like every episode for the past like four episodes we're like something is gonna be up with that mouse like that mouse is important we don't know what but it's important we were right I don't think we saw this coming even a little no. bit though like oh my god. Because I was like, why is she hiding it? Like, it's not like they're going to eat it. Right, right. Like, there's not enough well, meat on the bones of that mouse. That it was a delusion. Uh, so, really underscoring, like, just how much the the team is really starting to lose the thread here, right? Like, we got Ben, you know, living in his dissociations. We got Misty throwing people off of cliffs. We got Akila talking to a dead mouse's corpse. Like, he's mummified. Another thing that would smell really (laughs) Yuck. Um, Then we get the opening, and then uh, we're back in the present day. Shauna rejoins the group after taking her phone call from Jeff with the news about their quote-unquote friend, Adam Martin. (laughs) Um, And she basically says she's going to leave. She needs to be home with Jeff. Um... Nat and Misty start whispering body burying logistics as they're walking out of the like lodge that they were all in. And when Ty tries to cover for them, Van immediately knows she's lying. Um, again, I like I love that they still have this shorthand. Like years later, Van's just like, you're full of shit. I know when you're lying to me. Um, Van is like, we're not doing this, and chucks Shauna's keys into the woods. Which is I love that they all just give up. It, it's they she didn't throw them far. Yeah, that's true. She, she just, just says like, no over there. 
<laughs> so like she like threw him like that episode of New Girl where he throws the key. That's so. exactly what I thought of. I guess yeah. I don't really throw him, but well, anyway, Jess. <laughs> Nick throws the keys into the desert. Jess oh, yeah. pretends to throw the keys, and then in the next morning, when she's decided that everyone's made up, she like pretends to pick them up off the ground, and they've been in her pocket. Which is honestly kind of the vibe here. Like Van just is like, "I'm gonna make it just annoying enough for you to yeah. go find these that you're all gonna stay." Um, so Shauna admits to everyone that she told Jeff about Adam. Uh, which, remember, was supposed to be a secret amidst the ladies. And when the women all start fighting on the sidewalk, Lottie directs them to the sharing shack. So, uh, then we're back in the past, and Ty is seeing multiple reflections of herself in the windows of the cabin, and they've all got different expressions, and one of them is smiling. Mm. A creepy smile. Chilling. Um, and then she turns around and she sees herself standing behind her and it's Van. And it takes a minute, though, for her brain to catch up and all of that. So that's not good. Another person who is just losing the thread. Um, so it, I guess even sleeping and stopping sleepwalking is not, like, fully curing her delusions. No. Um, which is bad news because i mean i know the sleepwalking was a bummer but this like this almost seems worse yes yeah this seems worse yeah like you can't be like oh i'm sleepwalking you're like right, oh, exactly. I'm, we're I'm like this seems things. worse because you don't have a defense <laughs> you don't have a way to justify your ju like explain away your behavior yeah you're seeing things because you're so hungry um Let's see. And then Van goes to hand Mari a belt that she found in Jackie's suitcase so they can make soup out of it. So, again, th if they weren't starving before, now yeah. they are, like, capital S starving. They're boiling leather to make soup. So, um, do you have thoughts about that? You have a face like you have thoughts. There's probably a ton of chemicals. <laughs> Yeah, true, true. Um, <laughs> I, mean, not I, don't know if, I don't know if this is the moment to go organic, but <laughs> I see your point. Um, Shauna is trying to help care for Lottie after beating her to a pulp, um, which some of the girls get a little judgmental about. Um, and Nat says in an aside to Ben that maybe Lottie dying wouldn't be the worst thing. Um, and Ben is kind of like, oh, well, if she's in pain, you know, and Nat's not looking at it that way. She basically says, you know, that it has to do with how much power Lottie has over the group. So Nat is still very much, you know, kind of pushing yeah. against that, even as she started to participate more in the rituals and that kind of thing. Um, she tells Ben she saw Javi bowing to a symbol tree and Ben asks which tree it was. Um, Ben then goes digging through Javi's suitcase and finds drawings, including some that appear to be of a root system. And then Ben just gets a look on his face like he's had an epiphany. And that's all we get right there. Um, Akilah licks her mouse's mummified corpse briefly oh. before chickening out. Um, like she thought maybe she would eat it and it was like, nah, not, 
This isn't even worth <laughs> nah, it. Nah, that's fucked up. I'd rather starve to death. I mean, honestly, ditto. Like, if it was between eating a mummified mouse and yeah. starving, I'd, I'd choose star- starving. That would also probably make you Not to be cavalier, but like... sick. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. Decade. <laughs> Decade. Um, Mari hears the dripping again, and now so does Ty. And they turn to look and Mari sees the walls bleed and starts screaming, they're dead, they're dead. We don't know who, um, question marks. Then uh, Stash Cop and Kevin show up to Shauna's house and serve Jeff and Callie a search warrant. Um, Stash Cop and Kevin show Jeff pictures of Adam's body parts. Uh, and we find out that, and I think we knew, I can't remember if we knew this particular detail, but Adam's head, feet, and hands were removed, along with his tattoos, potentially by a cheese grater, which is so rough. And Jeff gets this look on his face like he is straight up about to hurl. Um, we find out that the only way that they identified Adam was by his bone marrow, uh, which is pretty crazy didn't know they could do that um i give the girls a lot more like credit for trying to get away with murder knowing all of these pieces of information because they almost got away with it they really did but he was a bone marrow donor like a good person so you know (laughs) they got caught which is a bummer i hate those cops (laughs) yeah i hate them so much i hate them so much he especially especially stash cop i yeah, i don't I, mean, I still don't know his name oof. in my head it's scaramucci which is just the, the fucking the remember the mooch donald trump's like <laughs> one time oh, uh, yeah. you know white house press secretary for all yeah. of, like six days um that's all his head is in my name so I, he's just he's so smug and yeah. it really he really bothers me and i'm just like stop trying to fuck with jeff yeah, leave Jeff alone. He's just Jeff being is a loyal husband. In over his head. Yeah. You've ruined Jeff's, Jeff's life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Kevin tells Jeff here that he still has time to get out, to basically get him and Callie out, um, you know, if they turn on Shauna. Uh, then we're in the sharing shack, and Misty ends up spilling that Ty was the one who hired Jessica Roberts, the uh, Snoopy investigator journalist who was around last season. Um, And Misty said she took care of it like she always does. So I think we kind of went back and forth earlier this season as to whether or not she had been incapacitated or murdered. Um, But she's dead. She is. She is dead. There's some great (laughs) Misty dialogue. Yeah, really, really good stuff. Really good stuff. So then Misty in the woods finds Ben with a very sharp knife and she asks if she needs to worry and he says he's making his crutches more snow worthy uh, and says basically that he wouldn't bother doing that if he was going to kill himself. Um, I thought maybe this was going to be foreshadowing, but again, it wasn't i mean it was foreshadowing that he was going out into the snow which i think we could have figured but i thought maybe he was like i'm not gonna kill myself and he was gonna kill himself but no nope we have made it through another episode with ben alive don't think i've ever been so bad at predicting 
what's going to happen to a character ever. <laughs> every, every week, every single week, we're like, it's got to be the next one. And, and and now we'll get there, but it seems like he's going to be fucking useful. <laughs> I know. But do you think he's going to, I mean, now I'm like, oh, Ben's going to make it through the season. Like we were, we were sure in like episode two that Ben was not going to make it. Yeah. And he's just, he's hanging on. I'm, well, and I've been under the assumption that Ben is dead. But right. I guess we have no, they've never said. We have they've no never adult said, Ben, but they've never said. But it's starting to feel like they need to kill some of the characters off because yeah. it doesn't make sense for, like, the number of people that we currently have to make it out of the wilderness. Um there's so many survivors yeah and they need people if there's going to be cannibalism they need people to eat like just you know so i mean i know we yeah. have the b team and everything but like you can't only kill off supporting characters you know what i mean like you gotta and at this point like obviously they had originally planned on van dying in the woods she didn't because they you know they decided they wanted to bring her into the current moment but it's like, you know, we know Travis makes it out. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we got we got a lot of people right now that that clear the, yeah. the hurdles ahead. I mean, we basically as far as like, who else is kind of, you know, taking up lead time? It's like Mari, Akila, and Ben. And we had Javi and, you know, RIP, we'll get there. But um Again, yeah. I don't, I hope that didn't, I mean, why would anybody be listening to this if they haven't listened to the episode? Whatever. You're just literally listening in real time. I just cut off my own apology. <laughs> um, so Nat has made, I think, mittens for Javi or given her, him okay, her I mittens. tell if this was, because like it, they show Travis and he's got, it's got kind of this like, like light around the frame, you know, it looked kind of like. Travis was having like some sort of like mm, vision of this exchange, and but then it seemed very real. So I yeah, don't know. I think it. I think it was real. I don't know why they did that, but I think it yes, was real. Um, she made, did she make them? Wait, not a what? I, maybe she found. found maybe she where. like unknit something, and then yeah. but like I, I didn't know Nat could knit. I guess she's a um, a jack of all trades. Um, <laughs> but. Then uh, Travis apologizes to her for ever making her feel like a bad person. And then they hold hands. And this made me really sad. Yeah. Well, and then it's making me sadder now to think of. Yeah. It just, there was something about it. I mean, obviously, like, we know Travis makes it out of the woods. But it was just, there was something about, like, the tenderness here yeah. that, and, like, they did, I mean, even if they were, you know, as they got older, they were, like, just friends and everything else. It's, like, they obviously meant a lot to each other. And now that, like, Travis died and he died in this horrible way and he died because of the thing, like, it just, it, yeah. it's just sad. It just made me very sad. Um, profound, Emily. Uh, <laughs> Lottie wakes from either a nightmare or, like, a pain episode. Um, and tells Misty that if she dies, she wants them to promise that they won't waste her body, um, which is upsetting. Um, 
Ben is cross-checking his maps before uh, he leaves the cabin in the goddamn dead of night. Not safe. He also, like, yet again, is un not present, not going to be present for just absolute A, ma a major thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he... I just... Ben really had an opportunity to accept a leadership role here, and I feel like he has not taken that up very well. No, man, but he's he's got to be exhausted. Yeah, but Ben's just, like, I mean, going we all, on side are, but... quests. Like... He's like, I gotta get the fuck out of this cabin. It smells, and these women are nuts. <laughs> um, they got my leg off. So then... Um, Misty is in the sharing shack. We're back present day in the sharing shack. And Misty, with regard to Jessica Roberts, says, what was I supposed to do? Let her go? I had already held her captive in my basement for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, peak Misty, I guess. Um, she just, she has this way of, like, making this all seem like it was a very practical yeah. decision. Um, She's like, well, obviously I had to. Right. Yeah. Just justifies her own yeah. behavior. Uh, big time. Uh, then the FBI thing gets revealed about the fact that she and Walter did an FBI fake sting and Van says Misty you are nothing if not proactive <laughs> Misty says thanks I think she's like my boyfriend Walter <laughs> and then she's like on his boat Walter's boat not Randy's boat obviously <laughs> um so as Misty kind of explains the logistics of the FBI interrogation on the boat, it comes to her for the first time that Randy, when they were questioning him, was nervous about something that he had done with Jeff. And everyone starts putting together the Jeff pieces and realizing that Jeff was the one who was blackmailing all of them. And then we see Walter. Funny, but <laughs> um, I just, I loved, like, I thought that these scenes in the sharing shack, sharing shed, whatever it is, um, they felt so much like a group of old friends and the way that they can communicate. Yeah. Not even like full senses and just in looks. Yeah. They really, and like hurt each other in only the way that like you can when you like know someone like that. And they just, it was really well, well executed. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree. Um, so then we see Walter doing an elaborate puzzle in his very fancy house, which I was like, of course. <laughs> I know that he made money off of a lawsuit, but didn't he make like six million dollars? I feel like there's something he's not sharing. Like, that's a have... that's an expensive house. Like that's a two million dollar house. That's the biggest puzzle I've ever seen. It's huge. I, I know I like... wanted it so bad. I instantly was like, what's the final picture of the puzzle? And also where do I get a puzzling table of this? <laughs> the Yellow Jackets Instagram posted like a close up photo of it and it's like cats in space. <laughs> of course it is. I it also like as far as the set deck of it all, it struck me that he was putting the puzzle together in a very mm -hmm. particular way. Which I just thought was like a fun, like yeah. very deliberate character note. Because um, he's a strange guy. 
and his brain is definitely a bit idiosyncratic. So um, he's listening to Sweeney Todd while he does this. Uh, and then he gets an alert on his laptop that Adam's body has been found. And he immediately sends an email to the police department saying that he has information that might be relevant to their investigation. I was happy to learn that it did not seem like he tipped off the police. Mm -hmm. Because I like Walter and I want him to stick around. Yeah. Um, And I, I felt pretty confident after the conversation that he had with Misty, where he was like, I don't care if you kill people. I like you or whatever the hell he said. Um, I felt pretty confident that it wasn't going to be him. Um, But now I'm wondering what he is going to bring to the, I mean, you have maybe to, he's gonna throw him off that right you have to figure that that's what it yeah. is because i don't think like if he didn't flip on her yet i don't think he's going yeah. to um but i'm wondering what his plan is because i mean again i think he and misty think that they're a little bit better at this than yeah. they are like they fancy themselves criminal masterminds and they pretended to be the fbi on a houseboat so <laughs> Yeah, and I'm also, because he goes and gets out a purple, like, over, like, a jacket out of his closet, so it that would imply to me that he's going to right. the compound, whatever. Yes. Um, so I'm like, what is he going to, is he going to the police first? Is he going to, like, lure them there? Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, or unless he was, because my thought when we see the purple jacket was also that he was going to the compound, but maybe it's, like unless he's trying to go to the police in the purple jacket and pretend he was one of the purple people. But that doesn't seem like a good cover because that only seems like it's going to lead them closer. So that can't be it. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's got up his sleeve here, but I'm sure it will be chaotic. Um, Shauna gets home and tells Jeff that she had to get home because he's the only one who understands her. And there's kind of a creepy, discordant music under it. And Shauna is talking, like, vaguely like a robot, a little bit like Stepford wifey. Um, so it's pretty clear, I think, from Jump yeah. that this is a dream. Um, and they start to make out. And then we hear a slicing noise. And Shauna has filleted a chunk off of Jeff's side. Uh, and her hands are now electric kitchen knives. <laughs> and um, so we get back to back. Johnny Depp, Tim Burton character references. Yeah. Just we get Sweeney Todd, and then we get uh, basically Edward Scissorhands, but electric knives, um, which is just kind of funny. Um, and Shauna says, "Don't pretend like you don't like this." And Jeff, <laughs> who is like falling and crawling away, says, "Why the fuck would I like it?" <laughs> and Shauna says, "Because it's exciting." With this like pure look of mayhem in her eyes um again just like melanie linsky can do anything Mm. like she the notes in this were perfect like her playing this character as she would appear in her husband's dream as an unhinged version of herself like so it was if this was off even a little bit this wouldn't have landed the same way and it was so good um but so anyway that's funny um until it kind of turns into a metaphor about how Shauna's violence is like a part of her, um, which is why she has knives for hands. Um, 
And then she slits Jeff's throat with an electric kitchen knife and we get like horror movie blood spray. Uh, Jeff wakes up and finds Callie drinking a beer in the living room. And Callie asks him if she's like Shauna. And Jeff, to his credit, lists a bunch of the good qualities they have in common first. He's like, she's smart. She doesn't take shit. Um, before Callie's like, that's not what I meant. Mom is seriously fucked up. Um, and, uh, which is also like, I mean, she's not wrong, but also like, welcome to being 16. Like, it's just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just thought it was such a, like, the, it felt like, okay, she's 16. Like, she thinks that, like, if you can't sleep and it's like active rebellion and like stewing, you'd like be sitting on the couch drinking a beer. Right. It's like the dialogue. She's like, she's like seriously fucked up. Um, <laughs> Just, yeah, it feels very 16. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so then Jeff proceeds to tell Callie for the first time, uh, which is pretty notable, um, about the baby Shauna had in the woods. So, you know, again, we're kind of hammering home this this theme of all of these things that these women have, you know, mm -hmm. as in last week's episode, all of these things these women haven't talked about, don't talk about, you know, etc cetera, etc cetera. um Callie just never knew about that part of what Shauna went through um so Jeff says that I mean Callie is pretty upset by yeah. this news um and Jeff says that you know all of that is Shauna's burden to bear and maybe his uh but that Callie doesn't have to make it hers and he hugs Callie then and he had this look on his face that I went, oh, he's going to think about selling her out. He is thinking about what they have now made their daughter a part of. Yeah. He's thinking about what Kevin said about it's not too late for you to get out and it's not too late for Callie to get out. I think Jeff will go down with Shauna's shit, but I think Jeff is not willing to let Callie go down yeah. with the shit. Which... Um, and I don't know if he'll actually do it, but I think he is going to entertain the idea and maybe make the proposition to Shauna that they have to, like, yeah. take some responsibility so that Callie doesn't get, you know, yeah. convicted as an Her accessory after the fact. <laughs> um, and I really loved, this was such a good, you know, Jeff has been, like, kind of a point of levity, I think, throughout this whole season. And this was the first, like, real thing that they gave Jeff and you know, the actor who plays Jeff like to really like show off some of his like acting skills and like have this more like touching moment and I thought it was great I I didn't yeah. know if he added him and he yeah he did yeah <laughs> he does yeah I mean it, it felt like a very genuine like father-daughter yeah. moment and like I mean, it's funny because he comes out when she's drinking the beer and he's kind of, she's like, I couldn't sleep. And he's like, well, that's not going to help. And he doesn't like yell at her or reprimand. He just like takes the beer, takes a sip and then is like, fuck it, I don't want this. Like, and just puts it down. And, you know, like we've talked a little bit about the ways that like he and Shauna play off each other where their parenting styles are very different, where it was like, you know, when Callie came home, it was like, so turns out I'm dating a cop. And Shauna was like, a cop? And Jeff was like, how old is he? You know, like, um, but yeah, it was nice to see him have this, like, very heartfelt moment and, like, really give his daughter this, like, I mean, you know, a meaningful piece of yeah. advice. And it felt like one of those things where it's like, 
I mean, I have those from like when I was a teenager of like sitting and talking to my dad and having these things that are like still in my head because as a girl, you don't have those conversations with your dad as much as you have them with your mom, right? Like, yeah. you know, not always. And it, so when my dad would like make a point to like have a serious conversation with me, it's like something that's always like seared into my brain. Yeah. And that feels like a thing where it's like when Callie's 35, she's going to be like, my father released me from my generational trauma. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. That being said, I think Jeff might be a snitch next episode or think about being a snitch, which is going to, I mean, I get it, but also it's going to break my heart. Yeah. Um, stand by your man, Jeff. And in this case, <laughs> your man is Shauna. Um, so Walter collects a briefcase and a purple jacket, which he just had on hand, I guess. I mean, that's a weird thing to own. I don't feel like everybody owns like grape juice purple clothing. No. I don't really own a lot of purple clothing in general. <laughs> It's really not a fucking coat. And it's not even like buried in his closet. It's like right at the top there. Uh, maybe he bought it being like, yeah. ah, maybe I'll have to do this. But um, but I'm kind of wondering if what we're going to get also in the Jeff potentially selling Shauna out category is a play off of, you know, because Jeff is obviously, you know, he's to some degree been part of all of what's happened to Shauna and everything she's been carrying around and whatever. And there's, you know, there's collateral damage in so far as Callie and, and Walter is just like, he's kind of coming in new and fresh. And I think that maybe we're going to see like Walter and Jeff play off of each other because Walter is going to show up and just be like, girl, like I'll, I'll fucking cover. Like I'll lie to the cops. I'll make things up. I'll, you know, I'm forgetting now, but they do end up together, right? We saw that in the preview for next episode. Jeff and Walter. Walter. Yeah. Yeah. They, and I think they're at, I think they're in the kitchen at the purple people's compound is what it looked like. Um, And they kind of run into each other and Walter says something about like, burying a body committing yeah. a murder and jeff is just like what <laughs> like you know classic jeff because um, i just said that i was like i'm like do you think jeff will take is going to take the fall for the whole thing <gasps> oh jeff's not like, gonna you know, like, do jeff, well like shauna has been like through enough essentially oh man because I mean, that well, would be a she? heartbreaker yeah i mean true but also like and not to be crass, but don't you feel like Shauna would do better in prison than Jeff would? 100%. Yeah. Like, I mean, she survived in the wilderness. Yeah. And she's tough as shit. Like, yeah. and I just feel like, you know, like Shauna would go into women's prison and like they wouldn't, you know, she's got her sweet face and people wouldn't expect a lot. And then she would just like, I don't know do something scary and crazy and then people would leave her alone you know like and jeff would just jeff jeff would have a much harder time yeah. like uh <laughs> just thinking about jeff sitting in the car listening to fuck the police <laughs> bopping his head like jeff is always on the precipice of like you know taking like the like doing a big thing and shauna's always like sweetie don't worry i got it like you know like She's she's the intense half of their relationship. Jeff has a lot of feelings that he can't articulate <laughs> into action. Um, so then Misty is, we're back in the cabin. Misty's on Lottie watch and Lottie is not doing well. Um, and Misty goes downstairs to talk to the other girls and kind of passes on 
the information about what Lottie said about not wasting her body. Um, the girls can't imagine being there without her. Mari says Lottie won't die because the wilderness won't let her die. And Travis says it may not want her to, but if she's starving, she won't live. And Nat points out that that could go for any of them. They are all starving. Um, I mean, they don't also all have potential kidney injuries, but fair point, Natalia. Uh, Ty says pretty resolutely, okay, we need to find a way to stay alive and it can't be her. So we know something bad is going to happen. Uh, Shauna gets pretty honest in the sharing shack about what, frankly, what a fucking nutcase she's been yeah. lately. Um, and then admits that she didn't tell the other women about Jeff being the blackmailer because if it had been one of their spouses, she probably would have killed them. She's like, that's how crazy I've been feeling. Nat says they all need to finally talk about how fucked up they are. And Lottie says, we're not going to solve shit with talking, Nat. Um, which, which, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dang. Uh, not good when the therapy cult leader is like, we cannot mm -hmm. therapize this. Um, she tells them all it's not psychology that brought them all there. It's not their grief or their shame or their guilt or their, you know, whatever. It's the it, the thing, the entity in the woods. And she says, it's too powerful. And now we have to give it what it wants. Um, back in the woods, the team has an altar type thing set up. And at first it looks like maybe they're going to do a sacrifice. And then we go around the circle and they're selecting one at a time from a deck of playing cards. And Misty pulls a card and has this look of like immense relief on her face. So we kind of know there that they're deciding who's going to die. Um, did you know that it was going to be the queen that was going to be the yeah. fucked card? Yeah. I was like yeah. thinking about it and I was like the joker. And then I was like, it's going to be the fucking yeah. queen. Um, creepy. Uh, so Nat pulls the card. That is not what I fucking thought. Okay. When we saw, when, when we saw the stampede last week, who did mm -hmm. you think that they were going to be chasing? Well, or I think in the I'm... early part of this episode, was the stampede at all in your mind, you know, and, you know, not really. And I didn't get a good look at them. Okay. And I think I'm so focused and sure that Mari is going to be the girl who falls into the pit. And mm. I re rewatched the like scene and mm. I'm, feel even more positive about it and so I was like oh well then it's gonna be like I was like oh I was like too focused on that on her being the like person who's gonna go down because I watched it again and the girl has who falls in the pit has really long dark hair right right so, so my thought because I was thinking about the stampede all all episode uh it was just kind of in the back of my head and I was pretty sure Shauna was in the stampede and so my thought when Ben headed out into the dark and his crutches was like, oh, they're going to they're mm. going to decide that it's bad. They're going to go chase yeah, down ben. ben on his crutches. Like, this is going to be awful. Um, turns out not to be the case. Um, again, Ben's our blind spot. We're right about yeah. literally everything except for Ben. Uh, we have a psychic block when it comes to Ben. <laughs> um, so... Nat pulls the card. It's very upsetting. Mm. Everybody looks pretty upset. Uh, Travis looks upset. Uh, 
Shauna puts Jackie's necklace on her, which is honestly like a super macabre, morbid, unnecessary yeah. touch. <laughs> like, whose fucking idea was that? Yeah, swearing what, a lot tonight. <laughs> what the? I mean, why though? Like, why would you yeah. do that? That's crazy. That's so spooky. Um, and she comes very close to slitting Nat's throat from behind with like a buckskin knife or whatever it's called, like a sharp hunting knife, uh, before Nat turns around and says like a fucking stallone character you're gonna have to look me in the eye mm. i loved it i was like that is so brave like what a hero um and so they're kind of standing there looking at each other and shauna's like maybe gonna do it maybe not and nat is crying and really looking like she doesn't want to die and that travis tackles shauna into the circle at a boy travis i <laughs> I loved this moment. I mean, obviously we knew Nat wasn't going to die, but the tension here felt very mm -hmm. real for me. Like I was like, oh fuck, how's she going to get out of this? Um, and, you know, women can fend for themselves and all of those things, but also I love Travis for having this yeah. little backwoods Prince Charming moment. What a king. <laughs> Good for him. Um, so a few of the girls, he's like, Natalie, run. And a few of the girls hold Travis hostage with the knife while the rest of them chase Natalie out into the woods. And the hunt is born. I was just like, holy fuck. They got so feral so quick. Yes. Like as soon as they all agreed on doing it this way, and then Nat and Travis were like, or Travis, whatever, was like, no, we're not gonna. I mean, they were all just like, well, we made a rule, so you have to. It, it's like when you're playing a game with kids and they're like, well, we made the rule. And you're like, that's it's an arbitrary. You said it was a rule after we did it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's it's just we like, made the rules. Right. We can change the rules. Rule. Like, whatever. And I, this is something that you had brought up last week and, you know, it was true. Like, you know, that moment with Lottie and Shauna was yeah. definitely like the teaser for what would be this like really scary group mentality and i thought in retrospect stuck out to me i was like oh it's interesting and i don't know if they meant anything by this or this is just me assigning meeting but like nat was the only one who seemed to be like almost want to like stop shauna like nat is like the one that almost yeah. like is really like participating but like this doesn't like feel right she's the only one who's like on the edge of this like of not really buying it which right i mean if anyone's not going to be into a group mentality it's probably not <laughs> yeah well and it comes through in that conversation she has with ben too yeah right? like she's like yeah it wouldn't be bad if lottie died because she's things just getting, getting everybody hand. to do yeah. what she wants you know like uh certainly think she's gonna <laughs> be pretty fucking pissed yeah uh now yeah this so. this gets so bad <laughs> Um, so then we're back in the sharing shack and Lottie tells Shauna that the reason she's acting like a freaking wackadoo is because of the it, the thing. Shauna's um, face is just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and all the girls are kind of like, Lottie, are you for real? Like, you know, she's traumatized. Like, man, you know, maybe she's just like, not well. Um. And Lottie says the only way to get rid of it is to give themselves fully to it. And she says, we give it what it always wants, one of us. And she's made a poison Russian roulette for them. So there's 
however many girls there are, what, six, seven glasses mm -hmm. on a tray. One of them has phenobarbital in it. Um, she says it's what they use to put down animals. And Misty says it's also what the Heaven's Gate people used, at which point Van gives Ty like a very meaningful look of like, did I not call this? <laughs> like that's the first reference that Van made. And now she's got Heaven's Gate juice for everybody. Um, so Shauna says, our lives aren't that bad. And then Lottie just does a round robin of like how screwed up everybody is. She's like, and you, and <laughs> you, like, and Lottie. you. Yeah, which is very much to your point about yeah. like the ways that old friends specifically are like, I mean, they've got, they know all your <laughs> what shit. What to Mr. She's like, you literally killed somebody. <laughs> Yeah, and Misty again tries to defend herself. Yeah. She's like, she said, I didn't write it down, but she uh, says something where she's like, but I had, I had a good reason. <laughs> like, it's just very, like, it's very uh, Misty. Um, so Van's like, Lottie, if everything's so terrible, why don't you just drink it? And Lottie <laughs> says, you know, that's not how it works. We don't decide. It chooses. And I was like, that's bad. Um, so then Ben is at the symbol tree with the ferns and the weird moss so we finally get to find out what this is all about and we were right we were I right was so fucking i can't i can't stop swearing i can't i can't stop I, this just feels me. like this that i have i have the word fuck in our notes so many times because this just feels like an, a really yeah, punchy I, episode we were fucking right it's it was a bad cave pete was like i mean didn't that feel obvious and i was like pete sit down if it felt so obvious, how come you didn't call it, Peter? Thank you. Whatever show I was watching, when they go into the tree, it's like a cave in this show. And I was like, oh my God, it's a cave. I just texted Alex in all caps while I was watching this. We are so smart. And she's like, are you watching Yellow Jackets? I was like, yeah, it's a fucking cave. Like, oh my God, it felt so satisfying. So Javi was inside of it, which we called. And it's like a cave tunnel system, yeah. which we called. They should get Emmys for writing it, but we should get like Emmys for knowing how yeah. they wrote it. <laughs> so proud. It of us. makes up for me and the and the most. <laughs> <laughs> I've redeemed myself. Uh, I keep forgetting about the moose incident, but obviously you do not. No. <laughs> what was even, what was the point of, oh, it was like, how did this moose freeze in the lake? Yeah, right? it's like it was just swim, fucking swimming. You're like, it didn't flash freeze. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> I need to dig, dig that back up. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, so then, anyway, he's, Ben is inside of this, inside of the cave tunnel thing. Um, it appears to be like a full tunnel system, yeah, potentially. bones everywhere? And there are tiny bones. They're tiny bones. Yeah. They don't look like people bones. They look like chipmunk bones, bones or yeah. squirrel bones or something. Um, squirrel bones is like a, that sounds like a good name for a punk band, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think what we're meant to take from this is Javi was inside of here surviving off of yeah. squirrels. Um which, if that's the case, and somebody it, should camp out here and collect some squirrels and bring and them back they, because they're eating a belt. Like, didn't they clear bad. up that Javi was also taking their food? Ye well, they're pretty sure. 
Yeah. I don't think they said it specifically, but we were pretty sure. But one thing that I thought about today, because the food disappearing and someone pooping in the pee bucket and Mari's obsession with the dripping were all around the same episode. And so, Mm -hmm. and we had thought that they were all related, but then Mari heard the dripping again this episode. So the dripping obviously has nothing to do with Javi. Maybe that's just Mari mari's version of like losing it a little bit um but yeah i thought that was implied that javi was taking their food i mean squirrels don't have that much to them no and it like it gets better than a belt but worse than a chicken i would say (laughs) yeah somewhere in the middle there um because he must have been like moving through the like root system this like tunnel system yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 do we think that it's like marked by the little thing, the little symbols, the trees that like are. Oh, like they're all like entries into this. Maybe. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe. they don't all have the like moss thing going on. Right. And they're not all yeah. so big. I don't think. No, but maybe it's like some sort of like map. Mm. I mean, they're kind of mapping it out and it makes a bigger version, but like maybe it's something to do with the like. Right. Tunnels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the, tu- well, the tunnels. The tunnels could be in the shape of the symbol thing as well. Also I'm also that. curious, I mean, do we think Ben is going to tell them? You don't think Ben's going to tell them? I would say, do you think he will or do you think he'll... I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do with that information. Because he looks pretty, like... I mean, he just seems kind of... I don't know. He didn't tell anybody he was going to find no. it. Um, He didn't ask Javi about it, which I thought was kind of weird. Like, I'm kind of going, I mean, is Ben just so sick of these girls that he's going to go camp out in the cave, in the tree cave? He's like, they're going to eat me. Yeah. like hide in this cave. But he looks pretty um, unsettled. Yeah, he looks freaked out. Like, so, Um, unless, I mean, maybe Ben's extrapolating something that we're missing here because he looks pretty freaked out. And, like, it was, like, a straight-on shot of him. Maybe he's seeing something that we're going to, like... That's going to be revealed to us. I'm I sorry. I just like I, I don't think this it can is an be audio good. medium. I made a face. <laughs> I, I I don't think whatever's down there is going to be like super pleasant. Yeah, I mean the fact that Javi was then bowing to this tree, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean obviously, like he sold on the whole Lottie in the wilderness shtick. Um, but I also think that there's a part of it that, like, you know, I mean, it, it just there there's something very sinister about whatever they're getting from the wilderness. And then, you know, even more so being uh, with what happens directly next. Um, So the mob is running and Javi intercepts Nat and he tells her that he knows where they can go. So immediately at this point, and, you know, again, to go into like alternate, I thought this was going to happen. Uh, This is not what actually happened in the show, but um i thought that javi was gonna take nat to the tree Same. and then the mob was gonna come and then that's when they were gonna get ben i was so <laughs> sure i was so fucking sure i was like there's no way ben makes like the wilderness is choosing ben well i was like if the wilderness is gonna choose someone obviously it's gonna be ben <laughs> like ben has been like be- like literally last episode ben's imaginary you know imaginary friend version of his boyfriend was like he's not ready yet 
and seemed to have been told that Ben's death was imminent. And then Ben almost killed himself. And then he's still not dead. Like, I just, I felt like... And now he's just, like, useful all of a sudden. Right. Like, the fuck? Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe you just, like, dissociate far enough that you come back to reality. <laughs> like, it just, like, loops back around in itself. I never would have guessed that the mom was going after Nat. Yeah. Wild. So they all kind of run out across the ice in, in the mob, in the shot that we saw of the, you know, last week's after the episode thing. Um, and they're running across ice and it starts to crack under Javi's feet and Javi falls <laughs> through. And Nat tries to save him. And when this happens, the mob has kind of caught up and Misty yanks Nat off of Javi and says... If you save him, they'll kill you. And they let him drown. That was And he's saying Nat's brutal. name and it's <sighs> just like uh, And it it absolutely feels the worst yes. for Nat, I think. Because Yeah. I mean and it it feels the worst for Nat, and Nat is I think it was so unexpected. Yeah. And also just I think as an audience, it just that it just felt the worst. Yeah. That like that was what that's what Javi's end was. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he also like this episode he had finally turned a corner yeah. after returning. He was talking. He was, you know, the whole thing. And like for it to be that he was the one that tried to save Nat. Yeah. Right? Like he was the only one that went out there when Travis, you know, couldn't couldn't go was being held back and he kind of like looks behind him into the cabin and you're like oh my god is Javi really gonna back them up on this and then he goes out and is like Nat I'll, I'll help you and then she just I mean you know it definitely felt like she didn't really know if she had a choice like you yeah. know she was definitely conflicted here but still like they all let him die like it it's rough um, it was and hard. he's like what 12 or 13 years old like yeah i mean he is like the most watch. like and a child of all of them yes it was horrible to watch and i did like initially right after we watched it and i i said this to pete i was like i don't get why they did that yeah i mean i get it and i get that it was like a shock and all of that and it wasn't what was expected and it was very heart-wrenching but why why did we have this like kind of storyline of him disappearing and seemingly being part of the wilderness and under in that tunnel and all this stuff right. and it seeming like a keeper of information if we weren't going to like right. explore that right at all and like i guess is now ben gonna be like is that now ben's purpose like peaceful together i would <laughs> rather yeah and hobby yeah, like there was a lot that we could have still found out yeah. from Hobby. So I'm and, just and all I'm just curious about that like choice. And you knew that Hobby wasn't going to make it out right. of the wilderness, but fuck. Yeah. Ugh. I mean it was when he's like gasping for air and he Ugh. just keeps saying, Matt, Natalie, I was just like, Oh god, like and you know, I mean it's tough because it's like obviously like Nat was in the worst situation right like she literally had to choose between herself and him yeah. um but i also feel like she 
kind of bears the most blame because it's like, okay, but like you let him take your spot. Like you did, you know, like you, you chose yourself over him. Um, And I, I guess we knew. And that's a human impulse, but it's still, you know, you still made that choice. And I guess we knew and the writers have kind of set it up this way that like whatever was going to happen to Javi and happened between Travis and Nat was going to have to be like catastrophic to call it like, you know, to cause that much of a breakdown throughout their entire adulthood, like whatever happened was going to have to be yeah, huge. Yeah. And, and it was, and yeah. It was. And it's, I mean, and I'm sure there's, you know, there's part of it too, that like, because of the way that everything went down, Travis is going to feel responsible because yeah. he was the one that let Nat get away. And if he hadn't, Javi wouldn't have been out there yeah. trying to do the right thing and he wouldn't have died. So it's all very sticky and complicated yeah. and yeah, just rough. So they pull Javi's body out from under the ice, which I watched a video the other day for how to get out if you're under, if you're trapped under ice um, or if you fall into a frozen lake. I'll see if I can find it. I'll attach it in our show notes because now I'm like, this might be relevant. It's like the adult version of quicksand. <laughs> You're like, just in case I'm ever on a frozen lake with no one around. Um, But uh, so they pull Javi's body out and uh, Misty, you know, checks his pulse and he is gone. And Van says the wilderness chose. And then we see Lottie back in the cabin and her eyes close and she's seemingly in at peace or something like something something is taken off of her right whatever like immense amount of pain and suffering she was in um kind of leaves her um tough tough yeah i just yeah i felt so bad because it was like you know javi's already like really gone through it like and it just it just sucked it just it's like it just felt real bad. Like, you hate to watch somebody do the right thing and then immediately get stabbed in the back. Yeah. And I was not, you know, usually I like, you know, I understand Natalie's motivations and stuff. And I don't want to say that, like, you know, oh, Natalie's a bad per Because, like, obviously, like, you know, self-preservation is an instinct that m- most of us have. Um but I was very disappointed in her right there because she definitely, it wasn't like Misty pulled her off and she right away, like, you know, Javi drowned immediately. Like she had a, she had a second to consider it and she let him go. And I was like, I mean, I was maybe even more disappointed in the rest of them Mm -hmm. for not having that moment be like a sobering, like, Oh, we're like out of control. Like, this is out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just then, like, the wilderness chose, you're like, yeah, ladies. Yeah. Like, they're, I mean, they're definitely, you know, and, and part of it, I think, part of it's the isolation. Yeah. Part of it's the, the hunger. Part of it is the fact, I think, that every time they've done something like this, it's like, you know, it, it has worked, right? Like, they yeah. haven't been wrong about it so far. So they're now, like, you know completing this this narrative and this 
you know, kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy and, you know, whether or not the, the actual thing exists. Um, but it, it did, it felt very, like we are deeply into like group think yeah. territory. Like even the fact that, I mean, the fact that Shauna was out there running Nat down after it was like, we are like, you guys are in this situation because you just had to like get your angst out and beat the ever loving crap out of Lottie. Yeah. Like that's why you're in the situation that you feel like you have to choose somebody to sacrifice. And now you're going to chase down another one of your friends to murder her. Like, well, they're, and it's like, they're really playing with this idea that like, or I think that, and they, they're doing this to adult Shauna that like, there is something like, seemingly maybe outside of all of this like kind of unhinged yeah about shauna and i'm really leaning into that yeah. I, and you know i think it's even in like the woods it always feels like shauna in the season is like going the most extreme and obviously she had an extremely traumatic situation yeah. but you're like oh like you're like shauna scary yeah shauna like shauna's face when they are like mm. running through as a as a mob i was like oh, oh shit like i mean and she yeah. maybe still has some like other rage that didn't get out when she yeah. beat lottie up yeah. but like it just like yeah i don't know it just it it didn't it didn't feel fair for it to be hobby i was just like no. what has he done to you like he has he has made the fewest fouls of anybody, you know? Yeah. Like he hasn't done anything fucked up. Like he just, you know, like he's finally talking again and like and it was such a thing where it was obviously going to have such a huge impact. Like poor Travis. Yeah. I mean, Ugh, I don't even want to like it's going to be so devastating. I know. I know. And this is where the, to, Oh, this is where the episode ends, right? Yeah. And they had kind of, like, they had, after he had pulled his card, he, like, went over to Travis and hugged him. And Travis was like, we're okay, we're okay. Mm -hmm. And then he goes out there. And he's, I just, yeah, I, I do agree with you. I think that's kind of a weird choice to, like, yeah. you know, after all this time of Javi being gone, it's like he came back and we didn't, like, learn anything from yeah. him. I mean, Ben finally does, sort of. But you're right, like whether or not Ben's going to share that with the group, whether or not he's actually going to find out what Javi was up to. Um, I mean, it does add another like wrinkle and mystery, but it yeah. was just like, yeah, it was just rough. Yeah. I'm just, I, it was like one of the first things like in the entirety of the show where I was like, mm. yeah, like why? Yeah. And I, you know, we had, maybe it's like they had to raise the stakes. Right. And, if they're only going, I think it's only going to get, we know it only gets worse. Right. From what we see in that very first episode, in the very first scene, like this only progresses to a worse place. Yeah. And I did feel like this was, I needed this episode to kind of like go to this height, not this, I did not need this to happen to hobby, but I needed it to like kind of escalate this way. Cause I was, I felt like I was really waiting for it. And I thought it would happen a little sooner yeah yeah which um, i think is something we had talked about right we thought by like midpoint of the season yeah. we were gonna be like we had character we were gonna have characters like dropping like flies and, yeah um and that hasn't really happened no. you know we've had we had uh crystal slash Kristen 
you know, and then obviously like Shauna's baby, but um, as far as like, you know, characters, like we've, that's, that's been it. And we've been obviously thinking Ben's going to die every episode. And um, it's like, yeah, like I needed it to like reach this climax. I did not. I agree. Want it to be Javi. I know. And it didn't, it, it still doesn't like feel. I mean, I'm wondering right. if maybe like part of it is. choice plot wise. That they wanted to get rid of him because they don't want him to be there for all of the like, yeah. you know, more like sacrificial, ritualistic, antler queen kind yeah. of stuff. Because it would feel challenging to have a 13-year-old in those yeah. scenarios. I don't know. Um, I mean, but like as far as like things being age appropriate, I feel like being crash landed in the middle of the Canadian wilderness with a girls yeah. soccer team is pretty much permission to like watch an R-rated movie you know I like, mean like they ate Jackie so yeah <laughs> excellent point but yeah right. poor hobby I ugh. I know that was really a gut punch yeah and it was just like it was such a terrible way to die yeah. and it and obviously, like, there's the part of this, right? There's the part of this that's, yeah, they need to sacrifice somebody to the wilderness um, to make sure that Lottie lives. But they're also, like, they know, they all know that this person is going to be food, um, yeah. which is why they make sure to pull Javi's body out. Um, so they are making this choice with that in mind as well like they are doing this for their survival um which yeah i can't imagine that's gonna play super well with travis um but uh you know for again for javi to have like done that and made a choice that like especially being a 13 year old like that's like i mean he was so brave and you were just like yeah like you go but you know and then like and not that I wanted to see Ben die, but it's just like, I've been emotionally preparing yeah. for Ben to die. I've been ready for it. I was like, oh, we're going to lose Ben. And then when it just comes out of left field that it's Javi when he's like on an upswing, I was just like, that was hurtful. Uh, when they were like running and I realized that they were on the lake. I was like, oh no. Yeah. But. And it looked like Nat was going to get him out for a second. And then when Misty comes and like takes her hand off of him, I'm like, Misty. Misty. <laughs> Oh, it made me so mad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any predictions? I think we're going to lose um, uh, a relatively <laughs> big. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to stop predicting things that are going to happen to Ben because I'm wrong. I think we're going to lose a relatively major adult character at the end of the season. Oh, you mean one of the women as an adult? Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about in the woods, and I was like, the only adult is Ben. <laughs> no, no. In, in like in present day, I think we're gonna lose. You like, think somebody's main... gonna kill themselves with the phenobarbital, or you think in another way? Uh, well, my initial. You don't have to say specifically, but I was just wondering. My initial prediction is that it's gonna be Van. That was my thought too. Because I was like, well, maybe that's why they brought in that she has like a terminal illness, and then she'll right. be like, it already chose me, and right. kind of like off. That's, like that was my thought. I was actually really surprised that Van didn't kind of, I mean, yeah. obviously there's the part of it where it's like, they're still not really buying what Lottie is saying. Um, but, uh, but I had the thought that Van might say, you know, okay, fine. Like, it'll be me. I'll do yeah. it. I'm already dying. And or... I don't, and, and kind of like, you know, Van doesn't have, Van's not going to be leaving anybody behind. 
right? And yeah. Nat wouldn't really be either at this point, but Nat is not terminally ill. Um, yeah, I mean, unless <laughs> they really like go big and it's like a huge, you know, we do like lose Nat or one of the like major characters. Yeah. And that would be a wild choice, but I'd, I'm not putting it past them. Yeah. Uh, given the way they uh, got rid of Javi. Or I could see it being like an axe, like something similar is going to like replicate itself in the like adult world where it's like they kind of get into this like chase or something and like someone accidentally, like Jeff or Walter or someone accidentally like. Like the wilderness, the wilderness yeah, chooses. chooses. Yeah. I do think that's going to be, that'll be part of it. Um, that, that there is like, the wilderness is going to make a choice. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be allowed to choose. Um, so, which I think is kind of an interesting wrinkle. Um, but I also had the thought, and this is like kind of like, I mean, this is pretty far out there, but because I'm also thinking about how Jeff and Sean are going to get out of the Adam Martin situation right and obviously everybody's a part of that and part of me was like is there a chance that like van takes the fall yeah. and like you know knowing that she's gonna die like i mean yeah. she doesn't obviously she knows shauna but she doesn't i feel like she doesn't like know shauna like that yeah. you know what i mean like where i'm yeah. like i don't, I don't know if she's gonna, like put herself on her like reputation right. on the line like that but i was like fun. trying to figure out like how they're gonna get Jeff and Shauna out of that situation and I don't really know because right now like they're fucked and I don't know I mean do you think Walter's gonna try to like blame it on some of the purple people maybe like, but if he blames it on like... the purple people and all the girls are there and there's the lottie yeah. of it like that that because that was my thought but it like that doesn't feel like it takes the investigation any further away you know what I mean it feels like that would be obvious that it would like bring it back to the girl. Yeah. So I, I just I don't, don't want that. it to linger into the third season. Yeah. I want to be done. I want to be done with that. Yeah. I'm over plot, it. Plot line. I'm over it. Um, it's starting to feel a bit stale to me. Yeah. I'm so sick of that fucking cop. And I know yeah. that's the point, but I, I don't want to look at him anymore. He's so irritating. Um, and yeah, I just like, I mean, I don't, because it feels like we've talked about, like, not, it, it doesn't really feel like there's any possibility that Jeff and Sean are actually going to go to prison because yeah. that would be insane. So I'm just like, okay, can we just like wrap this up now? Like, can we yeah. get them out of it? Because I'm and tired. I, I, don't know. I just like, there are a couple things that I'm like, I need, I don't need like concrete answers to. Right. But I need, like, some, like, oh, well, we will get, like, we'll get, and I know, like, there'll be a third season, so anything that's not really addressed, you can assume, will be addressed, but a few things where I'm, like, that creepy man in the woods with the no eyes, like, there's right. a few things that have, like, come up this season that have not, like, come back around. Right. Um, that I'm curious about. Yeah, it feels like we have a lot of, like, open questions right yeah. now. Like, more so than we had at the end of last season. Because they haven't I mean, answered, you know, there's a lot of remaining questions yeah. from season one, and they've carried those over, and then, like, added some new ones, it feels like. Um, or, like, dug their heels in further. 
it's kind of one of those things where it's like maybe you you know you write this first season with the idea that maybe you won't have a second you won't have a second and so like anything you know while there were questions it could have ended and I mean we would have still had the questions but it could have ended yeah I don't know I think sometimes you like there are seasons of shows that I that I've like enjoyed and loved where like some seasons feel like set up or they feel like they're doing more to just like right set you up for what would potentially be a crazy season three is what I'm feeling Mm -hmm. um but they need to like set the stage again a little bit I don't know yeah yeah because they're already working on season three of the show it's actually been postponed because of the writer's strike so like they're working on it it's definitely in development um but yeah I mean and it I think it would have been difficult for this show to not have a little bit of a sophomore slump yeah um and it it's not at all that it's been bad because it hasn't. No. We've had plenty to talk about every week and um, there's been some really incredible performances, but it just, it feels a little bit like we're getting a lot of like, you know, we're exploring some themes and we're getting some, it everything that happens every episode, it just, it feels a little bit more incremental, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like the first season felt like these... every episode it was like, like Yeah. And then this. And, and then, then this. Like, switch yeah. to the gas. Like, you were just like plowing through, like right. and there's a we've let up a little bit. Um, yeah. Which I think makes I think it does make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's part of more... my fear is that Showtime specifically has a tendency to run shows into the ground. So like Dexter pretty famously was like i don't know 12 seasons or something crazy yeah like showtime does that where they run shows for really really like once something is successful on showtime a lot of times like as long as the writers will take the paycheck they'll keep it going um and and that ruins tv shows like it does because i mean Dexter eventually like you were just doing the same thing over again it was just Dexter almost getting caught every season by like basically you know a similar version of a person and then like getting out of it in a way that made no sense and eventually like you do that 12 times and you're like okay like I know the story like we get it it's fine um and I really don't want them to do that to this show because the first season was like so so good yeah and there's so much potential um and i hope that you know i hope that you're right that like this was a little bit more of like them trying to like kind of crack open some things that they had hinted at in the first season but not really like delved deep into i mean we got i felt like we got like we got a lot more this season of the like supernatural part of yes it, right like we didn't have as much of that in the first you know there were hints here and there but it was like there was a light touch to it and this season has very much been about like is something going on or are they crazy right yeah. like that has been the thesis <laughs> question of this and uh so maybe it is maybe it's setting some of that stuff up yeah. so that they can come in in season three and then just be like you know either something's happening right and we get to see like the fallout of that or i mean the answer can't be they're all crazy because we can't spend a season in an institution you know like that can't be the answer but no i'm very curious i hope that you know 
the writers once they feel like it's done it's done i i i could be imagining this but i think i read when the show first came out that the showrunners had like maybe five or four seasons worth like they knew where it was going go where it was going they were like okay we maybe only have this one but like we know how we're gonna end Mm -hmm. and how we're getting there and so if i'm right remembering that that gives me confidence that they're not going to like overdo this like they have a way that they want this to end right um and i think that that's kind of how stranger things was in some ways like they've changed a lot but i think they had some sort of element of like we know when this will be done right um yeah and i think i think that's a good way to do it in general i mean that's always like i think a lot of the best tv shows that's kind of how it goes i mean Despite calling it a sophomore slump, I do still think that this has been a mostly, like, a successful season of television. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, I, this is, even if I feel like it's a little bit of a slump from last season, it's still, like, far better than a lot of what I think a lot of I'm watching. Like, it's still better than, like, most. It's just maybe not quite as good as... Yeah, it's kind of like watching Michael Phelps go to the Olympics after the time (laughs) he won all the gold medals. It's like, you're still Michael Phelps. You're still better than almost everybody. But like, you know, and a lot of TV shows, I think, do this, that they have a little bit of a weaker second season. Um, But it still felt felt good. And I I mean, I have loved the addition of the adult characters that we've gotten. I have loved getting grown up Lottie and grown up Van. Um, I think both of those actresses have been remarkable and it was really fun to see that happen in reverse, you know, and we've, we've talked Mm -hmm. about that a bit, but like, I mean, there was a, there was a scene and I meant to flag it, but there was a scene in this episode where Nat did something with her face that I was like, she just made Juliette Lewis's face on her face. Like, it's so, it's, it's it's uncanny. It's whoever casted the show needs, I don't know. I hope they get all their recognition and awards oh and whatever i don't know more more so jobs. good i do think that and you know when i'm like oh like one of the like adult ver- like someone's going to like be off i think that misty and chana are safe because i don't think that you can have yeah. like to me they are the main like they're the anchors of this show yeah um, like if you were like who was the lead actor i would be like they are the to me like the leads yeah very much i feel like shauna yeah um i i feel like like nat is safe as well yeah um but but i agree yeah i think misty has too much of a function as our you know i mean our resident psycho but also like the comedic i'd be like she's too fun to write i would imagine too like like, we can't like (laughs) where you know what question i need answered where's sammy (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, still, still. Sam watch. Um, Sam watch. I haven't forgotten. How's Ty's wife? The dog? Yeah, I think we've talked about this. This is other than uh, we're so sure Ben's going to die every single episode. This is the thing that we've talked about. Well, and it's just like we have like every other like person we're with. Like we know what Jeff and... Callie are up to. That's Van true. doesn't really have anyone. We know I mean Nat doesn't really have anyone either and we know what Walter's doing. Right. <laughs> Ty has a whole family. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I guess Simone's in a coma, so she can't be doing that much, yeah. but it would have been good to just get, like, one, like... I don't, yeah, I don't need, like, a whole, like, I don't need her to go back. I just need to be, like, oh, she's, like, okay, phone call, phone right. call any, anything. Yeah, yeah we I just, think we know what's going on. two episodes ago, or maybe it was last episode, that we got, like, oh, I'm gonna pick up the phone. It might be the hospital. And then it wasn't. It was just yes, fucking Misty. Misty. <laughs> I mean, we know what Fork Girl's mom is like. <laughs> I don't know. Oh it's my just, god, you're right. We do. What's going on? We're more up to date with Fork Girl's mother and Goldfish than we are with Sammy, Steve, and Simone. That's fucked. Yeah. I mean, I... Again, I assume that that's all going to have to, like, come back around and, you know. Do you think they, like, wrote it in and then just, like, didn't like the pacing and took it out? Maybe. I mean. Or do you think they put Simone in a coma because they just didn't have anything else to say about her? (laughs) I was just going to say that. That sounds horrible. But, like, I mean, mean, maybe they were just like, we don't have, I, I don't know how we, like, maybe it was like, we don't know how we fit this. Right, like we have to get Ty into the wilderness in a way where her family's not asking questions, so how about we put her wife in a coma? Which is pretty chaotic. Um, And I mean, it did, you know, it obviously did also show how, like, like Ty was in a bad place. Oh, for sure, yeah. And then she writes the symbol on her arm, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, Thaisa should not have been driving that car. Um, That was definitely, at least partially, her fault, like... Uh, yeah i mean it's a good part her fault yeah um i don't know if she ran a red light or not but she should have been paying more attention at the least um yeah i feel like i'm forgetting like little so many things that have happened i feel like next week we'll come back having watched all nine episodes straight through (laughs) no breaks we're gonna be wide-eyed and frantic i watch so much tv just like in you know, like one or like a couple sittings where it's just mm-hmm. like, I, I watched the first season like kind of quick. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like watching it real time like we are we now. Did. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm forgetting. I mean, God. I forgot that you drew the My attention span. But yeah, I mean, it's all kind of serving the same point. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is that like, obviously, Ty is, I mean, I think Lottie's right, right? Like Ty, the the thing is drawing them yeah. to the place. And that's- oh part of why it's hard to fault them for the hunt because it's like they're not wrong you know what i mean like i think the thing did bring them there want to bring one thing i know we're running long here but we got stuff to cut so i was on instagram on the yellow jackets instagram and i didn't realize this but they do like little behind the scenes with the Mm -hmm. showrunners and like co-producers and at the end of the one for this past episode one of the i think he's a co-writer co-writer i don't know but he brings up lottie in that moment where she's like is it bart nickerson which has like gray hair like okay he's bart nickerson is one of the creators so that's why i was um but they bring up they're like you know we were thinking about like ptsd and that when Mm -hmm. people experience that it feels so real Mm -hmm. and that they're reacting from a place of like real fear and they just it i was like oh are we going to go back to like to a place where it's not supernatural and that they're all that they're operating and then he also you know they make a point to say like and this time around the stakes are different because they're choosing to do this like right. Lottie is choosing this and it's not like it's not really choosing them like Lottie is choosing it because she feels so 
afraid and like she's back there and I was like oh I mean like I guess in the back of my head I, I knew that but when like they said it I was like oh are we gonna about to go pivot a little bit back to like right oh there's nothing supernatural they're unwell so, okay so I'm gonna get a little bit woo woo here but bear with me I'm gonna try <laughs> to explain this describe this in a way that makes sense but like the thing to me like so I think what they've been telling us right so far this season is that like the the thing is real right the it it's real yeah. it exists it's bringing them there it's causing them to do these things however I have kind of held in the back of my mind the idea that like you know the scene and I think this is the second week in a row we've made a Harry Potter reference but when Harry says to Harry Potter says to uh Dumbledore something about like oh it didn't happen I dreamed it and Harry says mm. or Dumbledore says like why just because it happened in the dream would that mean that it's not real you know like that kind of thing and there's a like it's almost a it's also there's a lot of supernatural kind of stuff like in terms of um oh did we maybe talk about I think I potentially know where you're going well so the idea right that like it's that just that it's real insofar as it's real because they believe it right mm. it's real because it's, they believe it's happening it's it's almost like a tulpa do you know what a tulpa is <laughs> this is gonna sound so crazy so a tulpa is basically like the idea of a tulpa is that something becomes real because of belief in it so you could argue like there are people that think that the the bigfoot or the yeti is a tulpa right that like it didn't exist somebody made it up and then so many people now believe in the yeti that like it has basically you know because people believe in it now it's true right and like we see this in a more practical tangible way with like things on the internet yeah. right like part of being a person in the 21st century is understanding that like it kind of doesn't matter if things are true if enough people believe in it it has real world consequences right like there are yeah. things that now happen because enough people believed this thing to be true even if it's false like the doctored kim and kanye video about taylor swift agreeing to that line in famous right like enough people believed it and so she went into hiding even though it wasn't real right like that's yeah basically a tulpa so <laughs> so i kind of feel like the whole point of this might be that that it's like it is real and it's happening but it's real and it's happening because they believe in it and because right. they put stake in it and maybe it's not a physical tangible you know entity that exists but it is kind of like you know whether it's a metaphor for their trauma or yeah. their you know, like, like the Babadook. Kind of, exactly. The Babadook yeah. is a tulpa. Also, like, it's <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like that, though, where it's like, it's this thing exists because they choose it, choose to believe that it exists. And so it's, it's acting in a way that they've chosen, right? Like they now, yeah. that's, and I kind of mentioned this earlier about like the self-fulfilling prophecy of it all. It's like, they can now say that the wilderness chose because they let javi die yeah right like they yeah. could have not let javi die they didn't have to do anything but they and so you know and whether it's that it's really happening or that you know lottie is like 
waking back up because of some, you know, kind of placebo effect or whatever the hell, like, I think that's kind of what might be going on here is that it's like, it's real because they say it's real. And it's, and, and in some ways, isn't that kind of what trauma is like, right? It's like, it's the discussion of certain things traumatize people differently, or maybe you're not traumatized by something that like your neighbor would be, you know? Right. But that the you're like because something has you because you say it's affected you, it's affected you, you know? Like it it doesn't need anything more than that. And because none of these women can go ahead and say it, it has to come out in this underground right. way of like manifesting through this outside being that they now have to believe in because none of them can just express a feeling, right? And like be honest about what's going on. And so now they have to blame it on something else. Did I pass my thesis? (laughs) A plus. I can't believe I brought up Tulpas on our podcast. I'm going to excuse myself. Well, on that note, I'm sorry. I'm like really close to the microphone. Should we we wrap it up? Good night. Goodbye. I'm done. (laughs) I was right. The voice is gone. Um, Now that I've shouted uh i need to go eat dinner it's 10 p.m so so i will don't eat your friends friends yeah we'll see you here next week for the finale finger guns all right don't eat friends Bye. bye